today I would like to speak to us about vision collision it's when the vision collides with our reality when the vision becomes real I truly believe that that the cause of lack of motivation focus determination and inspiration in people's lives is not that they don't have enough money it's not that they don't have enough talent or resources it's lack of vision vision inspires action vision becomes a practical guide to creating plans setting goals and objectives it helps to evaluate your life it provides you focus it keeps you in faith vision gives you motivation it produces discipline it opens door for miracles vision gives life a purpose life doesn't just happen it makes happen because of the vision that you have my, my favorite statement that i like to say is that person without vision is a slave to their reality when you don't have a vision you are a captive to your circumstances you are a prisoner to whatever that is happening in your life without a vision without a vision you're hoping that the person in the white house somebody in the governor's office that the chief of police that your parents and everyone around you will hopefully they'll make good decisions why because so that your future is great you're just hesitant and afraid of the future but when you have a vision you create that future with God you don't have to fear that future why because you're designing that with God come on somebody vision is a picture of a desired future it's a mental picture of how you want the future to look like vision Andy Stanley said vision is a clear mental picture of what could be fueled by conviction of what should be Martin Luther King he had a vision where the racism will end where people will be able to not be judged by the color of their skin but by the content of their heart many men and women that came before us they had vision and that is why they see today the things that they see this house the hungry generation family it did not start with anything first but a man who was possessed by a vision he had a vision and this vision had him and this man was our pastor our senior pastor pastor Vasily. let's give him a round of applause we honor him today having this building was just a vision i remember the little office that my parents were sitting and we were we were the fly on the wall because we we're not allowed to be a part of that board's meeting but because there was no babysitting at the time so they brought us to everything and we just sat there and we heard the conversations where they talked about having a building but there was no money but there was we didn't speak any English we had to ask other people to come and help translate for us but see when you have a vision you must understand it's like a magnet it attracts provision it attracts resources it activates something in you you didn't even know you had it makes a little teenager like Vlad who was insecure who had no future it activated something in me because pastor had a vision and God needed somebody to help with that vision it quickens something within Ilya and Ilya says I don't want to do ministry but see when you have a vision it doesn't matter what you said it's what daddy said it's what the vision it's what the vision that is going to pull things out of you you didn't even realize you had the building came then we we learned and learning English and then things started to change slowly and then stuff started to develop and so I when I see that in a pastor it inspires within me when I was about 16 years of age 
the Lord touched my heart as well and he gave me a picture of what my future would look like if I commit to ministry where I would be a part of seeing many people's lives being impacted through the ministry of God's Word. It only dawned on me a month ago when 30,000 items have been downloaded in two months on my website that I realized that day and night somebody is being spiritually fed through the things online. When I was a teenager and I saw the Winko store and a youth group at the time was seven, eight people and I felt impressed upon my heart a picture of what the future looks like if I stay with God. 24-7 Winko is open and people come and get food there and I felt this prompting in my heart if you don't give up, if you stay with this, if you walk humbly with God and you stay under your pastor that I will raise you up and I will use you to touch the world and 24-7 somebody is going to come and be fed at this house. My friend, at the time we had AOL six month free internet do you remember that dial up and then you got a second DOL disc and you put it in so you can get a six month free internet again net zero anybody remember net zero uh-huh only one person can be online and everybody else cannot be because it will it, it, will, it will not work that was there was no online myspace was popular at the time that's about, that's about it little did i know is that that vision god already had in mind and today we are seeing the fruits small little fruits of that vision each person here God wants you to have a vision for your finances God wants you to have a vision for your family God wants you to have a vision for your ministry and today that's what I'm going to talk about why because this pandemic this it brought a huge disruption to what is happening in the world many people are asking what do I do now what should I be doing some people lost their jobs and they're not sure what, what, what they need to be doing. They're looking around what everybody else is supposed to be doing. And I would like to bring a message that I believe that this is going to be an answer to somebody's prayer today on what to do during this time. I'm going to read Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 1, 2, 3 and then verse 4. So this message will be built on the four verses from the Habakkuk chapter 2. Verse 1 it says the following. I will stand my watch. I will set myself on rampant. And watch to see what he will say to me and what I will answer when I am corrected. And then the Lord answered me and said, number one, God's voice gives me vision. So my vision comes not from a vision retreat, not from I went to school and now I want to, I know what I want to do. Now other people may live like that, but as a Christian, your vision comes from his voice your vision comes from his voice the bible says that moses went up to the mountain and god showed him a pattern of what he should build down the mountain it's bible says also that solomon he took the blueprints of his father david and he built the temple according to the blueprint of his father david it says same thing about jesus is jesus did nothing except what he heard the father say and what he saw the father do what am i saying your life on this earth is not meant to be lived with your vision vision is not something you decide it's something you discover god has a vision for your life how i know that because your favorite verse jeremiah 29 11 says this for i know the plans that i think of you says the lord that means God has a blueprint of what your life supposed to be look like, looking like. 
and so as a Christian this is the easy part is that you don't have to come up with a blueprint you just have to discover the blueprint that God decides for you that's why Habakkuk did not say I went to school or I went to a mountain to decide the vision he says I set myself to hear what he will say because God's voice is my vision we're currently in the process of building a house with my wife and we have a builder Paul is is our builder and how it works is this is we bought a piece of land and then uh, my wife decided the plan of the house and I just agreed with it and then the builder comes his goal is to take the plan and turn it into a reality now Paul the builder Paul Ivanov he his goal is not to build a house according to his plan he's working for us and he's building a house according to my wife's plan he also has to communicate with my wife regularly so that he doesn't end up building something that my wife doesn't like and when this started happening I when I went to prayer one Wednesday and I felt the Holy Spirit said he said you are my Paul he said you are my builder but I'm the owner he says and I gave you blueprint and you need to build how I want you to build your life not how everybody else is building it because at the end of the day you're gonna stand before the owner and your goal is to live your life in such a way what his plan for your life gets actualized and his pleasure becomes your reward pleasing God becomes your goal and so God is the owner my friend and you are the builder and God has a plan it's called a vision for your life God has a vision for this house to reach thousands locally and millions globally to raise a nation to raise revivalists out of young people God has a blueprint for this house the signs and wonders will be normal in this house that is God's plan for this house come on somebody now for each one of us God has a plan for you too and so your goal today is not to draw the plan the builder didn't come and say hey this is what I'm gonna build the builder come and says what do you want to build you have an easy job my friend when it comes to your future your finances your business your relationships your career goals my friend that is why you cannot afford to live your life like your friends live their lives what do you want to do with your life the answer has to be I'm gonna to talk to God about it why because I'm the builder he's the owner and I have to build according to his plan so that tells me in order to have a vision for your life you have to know God's voice you have to know his voice because his voice paints your picture his voice gives you future his voice paint what you're supposed to do you don't decide your vision you only discover it and you discover it in hearing his voice well how do I hear his voice I'm so glad you asked it's very simple very practical it's not complicated first of all I want to tell you that God is not deaf and God is not mute God speaks A.W. Tozer said it's in God's nature to speak God speaks my sheep they hear my voice sheep don't try to hear the voice even Jacko my dog knows my voice if Jacko can hear the voice of his owner my friend so we can hear the voice of our father it's not that complicated but it's very practical three steps number one in order to be familiar with God's voice we have to be filled with God's Word because God's Word and God's voice don't contradict in fact God's voice sounds just like God's Word in order to be familiar with God's voice study His Word read the Word 
people what they do in order to hear God's voice is they read books on hearing God's voice now nothing wrong with that they could help you read a book the book the Bible as you are filled with this you become familiar with his voice God's voice does not contradict God's word number two in order to hear the voice of God in order to hear God you have to be near God why because God doesn't scream why does God whisper because he expects those who hear him to be close God will whisper because he expects you and I to be near him and so in order to hear him you have to be near him and sometimes we ask Lord you know speak louder and God says get closer God will whisper why because he wants you to be near him the scripture says when Jesus was filled with the Holy Spirit God spoke audibly there's a secret there and it's this when you're filled with God you will hear God when you're near God you will hear God and you can get near God by listening to his word by worship by being in the church being in a small group but a third secret of hearing God's voice and that is this as you lower the noise you will hear his voice the scripture says in Revelation let him who has an ear hear now you might say well duh what else can you do with your ears it's possible to have ears but to have so much noise in your life that you don't hear come on all the husbands know all the wives know when the washing machine is is working really hard and then the grinder uh, somebody is uh, how do you a grinder not the grinder but the thing that grinds the uh, the blender the blender grinder that's I think something else the blender is working somebody is blending something and then the coffee machine is working and then you know your kids finally decided to vacuum the house and then you're on the other side of the house saying something to your honey and they can't hear you not because they're not loud enough not because they're not speaking but because too much noise clouds the voice mm. that's one of the reasons when the prophet Elisha was discouraged he came and the Bible says that after all of the tornadoes all of the earthquakes the Bible says and there was a still small voice God wants you to be still so you can hear his voice God wants you to find quietness that's one of the reasons why it's important to sometimes go to outside go to the nature go to a quiet place go somewhere where there's a quietness in your soul amen there's nine main ways that the Lord can speak there's more but nine main ones number one is audible voice it's when you audibly hear the voice of God he did that with Adam he did that with Jesus and he can do that with you number two is when God can speak through angels when angels physically show up or they can speak to you number three is through visions that happens during the day dreams is when it happens during the night coincidences Bible people nature God can speak through nature and a still small voice and there's many many other ways that God can can speak to us what I'm saying to you today is this don't focus on having a vision focus on knowing him because his voice will paint your vision can somebody say amen, amen. and apostle uh, prophet Habakkuk says after that then the Lord answered me verse 2 of chapter 2 write the vision and make it plain on tablets that he may see God already knew tablets are coming Steve Jobs this is where this is where all the Google stuff write on the tablets it's in the Bible guys something like Bible is old <laughs> you're old this is not this is this is fresh this is fresh right there make it plain on your iPad or your tablet that he may run who reads it 
So God is coming and giving an answer to the prophet. Prophet is positioning himself and God gives him an answer. Not by giving a miracle but by giving a vision. And that is why sometimes God will answer you by not giving you tons of money, by not giving you even a gift, but He will give you a vision that will change you, prepare you and going to it will change your life and then you will have a vision coalition where that vision will collide with your reality and it will become real. Practical things on the vision. Number one is you have to write the vision. When you get a vision from God, write it down. Write it down on a notebook, write it down on a piece of, a piece of paper, write it down on your phone write it on the wall in your house ask permission of your parents or your spouse write it somewhere down people who have a vision that is not written down is a vision that is not going to stick write the vision down the goal is for the vision to be inside of you but a lot of times there's a transference that will happen when the vision is on a paper on a reminder on a note on a tablet or on something written down somebody say write it down, write it down. number two Bible says in here that he who runs may read it, read the vision. Meaning put that which you wrote down somewhere where you can read it constantly by default. Put it somewhere you can read it. One of the best places that you go to probably regularly is a bathroom. Uh, refrigerator and the bathroom mirror are the two things that they will always, you, you will visit those places a lot. And so instead of putting other goofy stuff there, you can put things that are your vision. We are going to be debt free by next year. We're going to have a debt-free home. I'm going to be married. I'm going to have kids. My kids will serve God. I will be an author. I will have a business. You know, we will support this and that. You write that vision down of your vision has to be written and it has to be read by you. The vision is not given to no one else but you. That vision has to be read by you. And then I want you to see the third thing that we need to do with our vision is we need to speak the vision. The Bible says in here for at the end the vision will speak at the end the vision will speak in the beginning you have to be the one to speak the vision so you read it you write it you write it you read it and then you have to speak it when the vision it comes to reality for example when our builder will finish building the house the house will speak for example i don't need to go and say this is going to be my house the house after it's built it will do the speaking every person who will pass by the house will speak and say i'm the house look at me but until there is nothing there and only the house is on a piece of paper, guess what has to happen? I have to speak the vision. I have to say, oh, this is how it's going to look like. This, this exact, this is going to be the room. This is going to be the bathroom. Why? Because when the vision is on the paper, we have to speak. When the vision becomes real, you don't have to speak for it because it will speak by itself. And so God is saying that when the vision becomes a reality, it will speak for you. But until that reality, you have to speak for it. You have to speak your vision. That means you have to declare your vision. You have to tell your family, this is where we're going. Why? Because your mouth has power of life and death. And you decide which power comes out. Power of life or power of death. It's kind of like in our bathroom. Our faucet has the power of hot water and the cold water. Right? But we decide which side we turn. Every single day when you open your mouth, are you turning hot water or cold water? Are you turning something out of your mouth that speaks of your vision or it speaks of your current situation? Does it speak of your vision or does it speak of your nightmares? Does it speak of your reality or does it speak of your revelation? 
does it speak of what the spirit said or what your circumstances say and so God wants you to do what he did because you're made in his image and likeness when God saw darkness and the earth was without form and void God did not say oh sucks for the earth this is such a horrible piece of darkness I don't like to look at it angels can you switch the screens God did not describe the situation he changed it and so you have to speak to your vision all the time because it's on the paper because it's in the future and the way you bring it forward is you write it you read it and you speak it that means that I am not sick trying to get healthy I am healthy fighting sickness I am not poor trying to be blessed I am blessed fighting poverty I am not cursed trying to be blessed I am blessed fighting curses I am not weak trying to get strong I am strong fighting weakness come on somebody speak your vision declare your vision to your children I remember when we were married young first year of our marriage and I would tell my wife babe I know we're living in the apartments nothing wrong with living with the apartments I know we're making ends meet I know that we're barely pulling through we would go on the dates with the $20 and I would have to bring a tea bag from a Winko because we couldn't afford a, a tea in the restaurant and we have to split the meal but I would grab her hand and I wouldn't say that oh we're poor and have you, 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 you I'm so glad you married a guy like me I would look at her and I say listen this is going to be very short because there will be a time we will be able to choose our own meals and we can choose a tea and pay overpriced two and a half dollars for that Lipton tea that's 10 cents in Winko's store but we'll be able to afford it we'll be able to choose a meal without fighting over it and I will speak to her one day we will not live in the place that we lived in that at winter you can put your hand and freeze it because there was no insulation one day we will be able to live more comfortably one day I will bless you with the ring that you want on the 10th anniversary I spoke then to her when the 10th year anniversary came in it became reality when you don't have a vision it's not gonna happen you're waiting for chances God answered me Habakkuk said and what did he say write the vision God didn't give him anything but the vision if you want to finish school it's not just gonna happen you have to have a vision that you're gonna go to college if you want to pay down your debts improve your credit score and get your own house my friend you have to get a vision otherwise you're gonna be constantly following all the clearance and all the sales and you will never have enough enough money if you want to have your own house have a vision for it my friend if you want to be married have a vision for it if you want to have a life group have a vision for it if you want to start a ministry that will go to third world countries have a vision for it if you want to see your business flourish have a vision for it you say so do I just come up with a vision no you just go to God and you say Lord speak to me and God will begin to paint the vision that is way bigger than yours because when you plant the vision you're only considering your abilities when God creates the vision he considers his and as it will always, it will always, God's vision will always be bigger because it will require your faith, it will require God's help and it will require miracles. Somebody give God some praise right now. Hallelujah. Speak the vision. Somebody say write the vision. Read the vision. Speak the vision. And the last one is run the vision. The Bible says that he who reads, excuse me, that he who runs may read it that he may run who reads it that he may run who reads it that he may run so God is not just expecting me to get a vision and stand there God in fact is not even expecting me to crawl toward my vision he's not expecting me to walk toward my vision 
he says he who runs may read it meaning God wants me to run with my vision God wants you to have a vision so great so motivating it makes you run a vision of losing weight that makes you run <laughs> come up somebody come on wife it's that time to touch your habit say that's that's a prophetic word right there or to, don't touch your wife husbands <laughs> you will be walking back home today you'll be running back home <laughs> come on somebody <laughs> you have to have a vision to lose weight and run <laughs> afterwards when you have a vision to lose weight you will eat properly meaning it will change your course it will cause you to run when you have a vision that you want to have your house you will begin to repair your credit score pay down your debts you will run toward it what i love about the vision that is supernatural when it's from god is later on it says the vision is coming to you it says it will surely come may i borrow uh, zach here right now zach god's vision is in your future is in your future right here right here that is your vision it's in your future you are in your present right here and I apologize for the camera crew you are in your present and what the Lord is saying to us through the scripture is that he gave you a vision somewhere to like a destination to go towards but this is how the vision works when you walk toward it it will work for you if you don't walk toward it it will just stand there so as I take a step Zach takes a step so vision is coming it says in verse 3 which tells me so it's not only I am running toward it vision it's almost like has its own identity where God causes it to come closer as you come closer reminds me of the verse where it says draw near to me and I will draw near to you so it's not just God is in fixated point fixed point and you're coming closer and as close as you get that's how close you're gonna get God is saying as you're getting closer it is getting closer acceleration and if you are standing it's just gonna stand if you are walking it will walk toward you if you are running it will begin to come to you so I want to encourage you today your vision no matter how big it is if you're gonna stand and not walk run read write and dream of it pray for it talk about it my friend it will only stand there if you have a plan to build a house and they got approved by the city and you have the land but there is nothing being done for that plan my friend it will only be a plan on a paper it will never become a house that you can see God wants you to walk toward it begins to make small steps the vision of thousands locally and millions globally it started with us creating a Facebook account YouTube account 20 30 views on YouTube And I would listen and the audio was so squeaky and the video because we didn't have a good uh, camera so like it would jerk it was just like walk out and it's just the video would just jerk to the other side I remember people messaging they said it hurts my soul to watch your content and I said why do you watch it because he says it also blesses my soul 
And you, you would think, you know, what's the point of all of that? I mean, who are Oh, it's vision. And it's walking toward it. It's walking toward it. Every Sunday, thousands locally, millions globally. And then you're seeing CDs that are being released and you're checking on Spotify, your own church. Like around 20,000 monthly streams. You're like, that's my church? See, vision attracts like a mag magnet, provision, gifts and talents because there's an acceleration that takes place. When a God-given vision is met with action, met with focus, desperation, perspiration and you're getting closer and then you're going to have a collision with your vision. I prophesied to somebody's life, your collision is coming. Your collision is coming. Somebody say amen. amen. Let me finish you with something that's more painful. Thank you, Zaki. It says in verse 3, for the vision is yet for an appointed time. At the end it will speak, it will not lie. Though it tarries, wait for it. Because it will surely come, it will not tarry. Behold the proud, his soul is not upright in him, but the just shall live by faith. I find it fascinating that these two verses are merged together. Proud, man lives by faith, and then vision coming on time and being late. Remember this about vision. Your vision from God will come on God's time. But you. Vision collision will happen at God's appointed time which usually 99.9% it will be late on your time. Why? Because God lives in a different time zone and his clock is a little bit different. We have friends right now and family that are watching us on a different time clock and the same time that is happening here that it's 12:17 uh, in their their world is different at the same time. Why? Because they're in a different place in a different time zone. God lives in a different place and sometimes our clocks are not synced. I see that even in Gospel of John, Jesus tells his disciples, he says, my time has not yet come, but your time is always here. Meaning Jesus is saying, you guys are nowhere in the same planet. We're in the same physical time zone, but I'm in a different time than you are. I just want to encourage somebody here today that not come on time, not to be discouraged. If it comes early, it's probably a trap. If it comes late, it's probably from God. Satan came to Jesus and offered the vision which he had to have all the authority, all the kingdoms of this world to come to him. That's Jesus' vision and the promise from the Father. Satan came and offered it before time. That's when you know Satan will always give you something early and God will always give you something late. That's how God works. Jesus came late to Lazarus' uh, appointment. God came late to Abraham, brought him children, not at the age of 30, but at the age of 100. Samuel came late to the appointment with Saul. Moses came down too late when Israel already were tempted and they built an, and they built a cow. The Holy Spirit did not come right away when Jesus left. He waited until hundreds of people got so tired of it that only 150 out of 500 stayed at the upper room. I'm going to tell you one thing, God is late. God's timing will be late 
and there's few reasons why that happens one is because God lives in a different time zone but I also believe there's something else that is happening behind the scenes that we have to be aware of why I want to share this with you is because the vision that you have the prayers the prophetic words that you got I know that we have our projected time but it's not always God's prophetic time it's not always God's appointed time. It's the time that we decide. For example, at the age of 20, I'll get married. At the age of 25, I'll stop having children. At the age of 30, I will have a paid up home. At the age of 35, I will be a millionaire. At the age of 45, I'll be a billionaire. And at the age of 50, I'll be an apostle. That's how many of us plan our life. And then 20 comes in and you're still in high school. Because you have to take it four times. And 25 comes in. And you're literally, you're, you're in eyeballs with problems and, it, and, and then other people are already and you're looking you're like, by this time I thought. And this is what we think, God left me. Vision is no longer here. Honestly, God forgot about me because it did not happen at my time. I want to tell you something. When vision is late, don't leave. Wait for it. I find it interesting that though it says in here, God's appointed time and then God flips the coin and says though it tarries Lord I don't understand if it's gonna come on time why do I have to wait for it because God is saying it will come on my time but it most likely will be late on yours so when it happens God says and it will that your projected time will click and nothing change God says don't throw the towel I didn't forsake you I, I didn't lose you nothing changed I did not go back on my word I did not lie to you that's why it says it will not lie at the end God says wait for it meaning keep anticipating keep going forward nothing has changed I know you stopped hearing from me since the last time you heard from me but keep on going your clock is wrong my time is going to happen you will collide with your vision if you wait for it though it tarries wait for it I hate waiting I think waiting is harder than warfare I would take fighting over waiting any time of the day. I would take lifting weights over waiting any time of the day. I will take punching anything more than waiting. Waiting is the most painful and the hardest thing you can ever do in your life. If you think suffering is hard, try waiting. That's why I believe the price that will cultivate your readiness for the vision is when your clock comes to a, this is the time that is supposed to happen. And from that point on until your collision it's going to be the hardest time in your life and the crazy part is nothing difficult will happen except one thing there will be a wrestling for your emotional energy your hope and anticipation do i give this up or do i keep burning do i give this up or do i keep standing do i throw the towel or do i stand on my feet and my bible says do not grow weary while doing good for in due season you shall reap if you do not lose heart. My friend, some of you here right now, some of you here right now, you're like, well, the hardest thing I did was before. My friend, the hardest thing you're doing is now. And it's not the demons that are against you. It's that during waiting, when your time has come, but it's still not God's time. And in this period, do I go back? Like the five foolish virgins and go get some tacos and try to come back with some oil do i build a cow to worship do we just go back do we just drop everything or do i just keep going and believing 
keep going and trusting God didn't lie the vision will not lie it will happen it might take me five more years it might take me 50 years but it's gonna happen and God says you will reap in a due season if you do not lose heart though it tarries wait for it meaning keep undoing what you were doing before your anticipated time it's still not God's appointed time listen God's time did not change God's vision did not change God did not lie to you God did not exaggerate God did not manipulate you God is gonna be true to his word wait for it though it tarries wait for it if you have breath in your nostrils wait for it last Friday me and my wife celebrated our 10th anniversary and right before we had our ceremony I had to go and break a hundred into two fifties so I took my moped for a spin and decided to go to a nearby guest uh, uh, bank Gisa God bless Gisa and they happened to close their you know lobby so I went through the drive-thru and then I saw three cars in front of me and this is the crazy part I forgot my phone because during waiting, one of the ways that we shave the frustration is by aimlessly scrolling through the phone. It helps to not feel the pain. And so my phone is not there, three cars are in front of me, and I have no gas in my moped. So that means if I wait, I might run out of gas. So after waiting for three minutes, I decided to go get gas and come back, hoping that these cars will clear out. I went, I got gas. And I also got Red Bull. Came back and lo and behold, there was not three cars, there was five. And so I, I got in there and, and I'm going to tell you one thing. It is the hardest thing to do is to wait because you're completely out of control. It is difficult. You're grinding. This is what happens during waiting. You realize how sick you are on the inside. That's why the Bible says after waiting it says behold the proud his soul is not right in him but the just shall live by faith. What is God saying? Put people through waiting and we'll see who the proud and who the just is because all of that will come to the ground. And stuff started to come to the ground. I started to the car in front of me. And then you become smart. Have you done that when you see two lanes and I see the other lane moving faster so I switch the lanes and the moment you do that it's almost like God was waiting for them. He caused the other lane to go so fast. They all cleared out. And then I was about to switch to that one and people keep, cars keep pushing it and I'm standing there, no phone. And it's just, it is so painful. And I was reminded that this is really how it happens in life. My friend, in waiting is when God will be working on you. More than you realize. I know we're asking God to speed it up. And sometimes God will slow things down intentionally. So all the stuff will surface to the ground and that God will not only cause you to collide with your vision but in the process he will make you a man who's just who lives not for his faith by his faith because see in here when I got the vision I got the faith for my miracle but I didn't develop a lifestyle an attitude a confession lives by faith that means this man says even if it doesn't happen I will live by faith by my vision by my dream it's no longer till a particular time it's no longer until a particular season it's going to be a lifestyle why last time I checked I'm a believer 
last time I checked I was given a word of faith I was implanted in the house of faith I have the spirit of faith I have the gift of faith so that I can live a life of faith I will live by faith my friend God's vision will come true it will surely come says the Lord I'm gonna read this verse to you as a prophetic word over your life for the vision is yet for an appointed time at the end it will speak it will not lie I find comfort in these words though it tarries wait for it wait for that husband of yours wait for that wife of yours wait for that house of yours wait for that breakthrough wait for that healing of yours wait for that miracle of yours though it tarries says the Lord wait for it because it will surely surely says the Lord it will surely come it didn't get lost anywhere upon the man in, in, in the post office did not misplace it and throw in a different address my friend God did not make a mistake just because it's delaying it will surely come to pass because it will surely come to pass it will not tarry though it tarries wait for it because it will surely come it will not tarry this is a word for somebody here today the vision that the Lord has given you the promise he has given you he wants you to write it to read it to run with it and to speak it and he wants you to remember you have your clock you have your time it's not always God's time I'm not saying don't set the time I'm just saying when God ignores it don't leave him don't drop the ball don't walk away don't lose heart don't lose your passion don't lose your fervency and don't become a proud man that is not right in his soul because the waiting is the time where God exposes all the stuff to the surface and God wants to cleanse you and make you live by faith and just about the time that God will be done with you and you will already be ready for whatever happens you will collide with your vision you will see a reality of it it will be step by step and then the most beautiful part instead of you carrying the vision the vision will carry you instead of you speaking about the vision Joseph now the vision will speak for you the brothers will say wow we met this man in Egypt but at first it was Joseph who was talking about that man in Egypt and he was being made fun of but when that visit became reality it spoke for him but my friend oh he waited oh he waited he thought there was that breakthrough when he got to the Potiphar's house and he got promoted and he became in charge oh he thought he was so close and then everything dropped and then he went to jail and he translated the dream of the jailer and he saw that crack opportunity oh that's my moment that's the vision that God told me and that slipped him by but all of that exposed things and Joseph became purer than gold Joseph's soul became right in him. He became a just man who lived by faith. And there came a good faithful day when the vision had a collision. And everybody saw it. Everybody celebrated and people were blessed by it. I declare the vision given to you by God will come true. The vision given to you by God will become a reality. The prophetic words given into your soul by the Holy Spirit I know they may seem like dormant and they may seem like dead but God's word is giving you encouragement today though it tarries wait for it it will come to pass let's rise to I want you to place your hand up on your heart if I'm gonna have Zach help me out to pray right now 
How many of you say this message was for me today? Bless your hand upon your heart. We're going to pray right now for that vision. Whatever that vision is, let's begin to ask the Holy Spirit right now to water that vision. Let's water that vision also with the Holy Spirit, with our prayer. If you lost it, miscarried it or aborted it, ask God to resurrect it right now. If you got discouraged, disappointed and derailed, defeated and honestly you're just kind of aiming, cruising through life, we're going to prophesy right now to the dry bones to live again. In Jesus' name, let's begin to pray.